Even though the short-term consequences have been terrifying, the best thing that could have happened is that the secret losers who have hidden behind the curtain of world events for many decades with occult practices and hokey religions are now apparent. Their climate change occult isn't just one that is socialist against capitalism but is against life itself in favor of protecting a planet they cleave to like a frightened child cleaves to a mother's skirt, even as they should be grown up enough to let go and face danger with boldness. And with Trump's first presidency, his art of the deal term in office, he showed what was possible in politics where all those manipulators had been hiding all along and he quickly fixed much of the world in a few short years. This provoked an extreme reaction to him revealing the truth of their nature, which conspiracy theories had only suspected over the last century. Many thought we were having an honest discussion between socialism and capitalism, for which Donald Trump was an unapologetic representative of the Reagan years of bold capitalism. It was easy to focus on the degradation of communist states in Iran and Russia. But the 90s were a different story, Reagan was out of the White House, and the Russian Empire crumbled to dust, falling with its perceptions of communism and Bill Clinton was elected as President of the United States. Compared to the 80s, when I came of age, got married, and started having children, the 90s were horrible, corrupt, and detrimental to the human condition. And during that time, Donald Trump, who had it all, had fallen into being billions of dollars poorer than a homeless person. The world was falling apart, but by the end of the decade, Trump was on top again, and his journey was written in a sequel to his Art of the Deal book, which was called The Art of the Comeback. Reading The Art of the Comeback now, in the 2020s, is quite a time capsule. It is interesting to see so many celebrities kissing up to Trump, who was one of the world's wealthiest people at that time. Michael Jackson, Steven Spielberg, Tiger Woods and many celebrities, who are now professed liberals, were hungry to get their pictures next to Trump. And compared to the 90s, our modern environment is perilously bleak and unhopeful. COVID has changed people in terrible ways, they are afraid to socially interact even years after the CDC nearly destroyed the world with white lab coat bureaucracy and misdiagnosed precautions meant to destroy capitalism at its roots. The occult of earth worship is always lingering behind the political theater and entertainment scenes. It's a much less optimistic world than it was in the 90s when the art of the comeback was written. But it didn't need to be that way, it was a choice for the human race to penalize ourselves with politics globally. We saw something unique happen from 2016 to 2020, Trump became president, and America was great again. The managed decline planned for us was averted, and the political left and their minions of doom behind the global curtain were in a panic, and they would do anything to get rid of him. But in so doing, they showed us all their cards, and at least now we know what we are dealing with and where they reside. I've been saying that the art of the comeback needs to be the campaign model for Trump's re-election strategy. So far, the political enemies of America first have been defining who Trump is as a political radical, an unhinged lunatic, and a far-right insurgent. But Trump didn't ever get where he was by allowing others to define him. He always knew how to build a brand and then to control how people viewed that brand. And that's what he needs to do now that 2024 is coming into focus. Many thought Trump was done for coming out of the 80s. He and his Trump Tower were doomed, and he was going down. These were the years of his famous divorce from Ivana Trump and his marriage to Marla Maples before Melania Trump. During these days, he took a picture with Hillary Clinton and honored the First Lady for handling pressure well. It was, in fact, that picture that kept me from thinking of him as a presidential candidate in 2015 when Bill O'Reilly was interviewing Trump's announcement for a run. He had made nice with the Clintons, I couldn't forgive him for that. 
but it looks like after he married Melania, he finally found the right woman. I've met Melania, and she is a really nice person. And, of course, she is beautiful. But she's also extremely smart. She has obviously been a great stabilizing factor for Donald Trump, and rereading his art of the comeback, knowing that he would eventually become president himself, the path to his comeback success is evident through his optimism combined with the right woman to stabilize his extremely A-type personality. And so it can be again with America. Trump has shown that he can navigate impossible odds to put himself back on top with personal success. And his book The Art of the Comeback is a guidebook for how to do it again, only this time for America. America has been the target of hostile forces for more years than many people want to admit to themselves. And as things look now, it looks pretty hopeless that the bad guys have been winning and will continue to win. That's why these next few elections are so important. If we can keep Democrats from cheating and put reasonable people in office positions, we have a chance. But for that to happen, there needs to be a recognizable brand that people can follow toward that success. And of all the people out there, only President Trump has a track record of that kind of success. His success was personal, but during his first term in office, he showed that the art of the deal was very relevant, from personal business to international politics. All that really changed was the setting. And that would undoubtedly be the case for the art of the comeback. I personally think it was great that Trump had a break at the end of 2020 and could have time to reflect on how things could be improved from his first term. He did a lot of things very right, but there were lots of things done wrong, particularly in his trust in the administrative state to respect him and not work against him. He learned the hard lesson of just how hard that snake can bite. And people needed to see just how bad liberals really were when they were suddenly on the clock and under pressure to perform. Knowing that they had to steal the election to put their guy in power, they knew time was not on their side, so they had to rush forward all their initiatives, which has scared America because now they saw what was always behind the curtain. And that's a good thing. It might bring short-term pain, but knowing who they are would only help long-term planning, which is at the heart of it all and is what matters next. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business